You're listening to Pod Coast, a coffee catch-up with business owners on the Sunshine Coast, hosted by Jess Boss and Erin Short, recorded in different cafes around the coast and aiming to inspire our community with great business stories from our region. We keep it low-key and local. Today on Pod Coast, we are lucky enough to be speaking with Chris Walker from Travel Fit Global. Chris is a Sunshine Coast local on a mission to transform lives. He's somewhat known as a legend around here, a wellness legend, and with good reason, as you'll see throughout this episode, he's incredibly knowledgeable, has a lot of wisdom and inspiration to share, and his company, Travel Fit Global, are all about holistic health with a strong focus on mind, body, and soul. They have a track record of hosting impressive health and wellness retreats, a podcast reaching over 40 countries, and collaborations with companies on a global scale. So we are so excited and thrilled to dive deep into his business, discover his story and how he's making a positive impact in our region and in the world. Podcast acknowledges the Gubby Gubby people as the traditional owners of the land we broadcast from and we pay our deepest respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Thank you so much for your time today, Chris. We know you're a busy guy. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll start with, uh, we like to call it a party pitch, but basically tell us a bit about your business. If you were at a party and someone asked you to describe your business, give us the lowdown. Uh, essentially what Health It is, Hotel Fit Global, you usually see it online. That's, it's a business that focuses on taking people from the surviving, just getting by every day into a surviving state. And what that comes from is events and experiences. So that's working with like corporate professionals through workshops and programs or it's just through the health and wellness retreats that I usually run into. So it's all based on like educating people how to get themselves from a manic crazy state into a thriving state through different practices and principles. Amazing. Um, what are those principles on a very top level? Can you give um, us an idea? Yeah, sure. So like it's all based on like three principles which is mind, body and soul. Yep. And that was based, mind was based on like mindset training, and that's cognitive behavioural therapy. So understanding how we think, how we talk, how that affects our behaviours, how that affects um, our values and our identity and who we are. Our body in the centre, including more like nutritional things, uh, training, mindfulness practices, so that you can actually have a good foundation in life. So you're not, you know, running out in the street having breakdown every week. So if we can actually <laughs> good, we don't want that. implement things into our lives that are practical and effective, then we can then start to show up as a better person every day. And then soul is more or less like experiences. So too often we live in a life where we're stuck in doing the same shit every day. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but we do the same shit every day and we expect a different result. The reason that people become so unhappy in life isn't because, you know, it's it's um, it's uncomfortable, it's because it's comfortable. So soul is the, the opportunity to go experience something new so you can shift your perspective and your perception. Wow, yeah. That makes complete sense. Um, I love new challenges. Yeah. And I think this podcast is definitely yes, one of we're, us. we're definitely doing that here. Getting us out of our comfort zone. Someone's got to mention it, right? It's completely unintentional. But Jess and I are wearing white tops. Exactly the same slacks and <laughs> black works, basically. So um, awkward. And it's not the first time it's happened with Jess and I. So <laughs> I'll just put that out there. We're obviously on the same wavelength, though, which is nice. That's I good. would like to know actually what inspired you to start the business because yep. it's quite um, like there's so many levels to it. It's really it's 
quite holistic in terms of how it started and did it start like that or is it something that's grown into okay there's three pillars and we yeah. kind of focus on these the, the three pillars have always been the thing that was based on it started from like my own experiences in life so to give you like a very brief washed down version of the yeah. whole story because um, we don't have two hours here. <laughs> no. um, essentially like how it started was like i came from a place called orange uh, new south wales no it's not really nice uh, my upbringing was had no father when I was born. Mm-hmm. Mom still time to do so she had been able to walk. Uh, through that, I had the great opportunity to grow up pretty quickly, and that meant working on cherry yards from ages ten, um, getting jobs when I was really young, understanding that I had to take responsibility at a, a younger age, being a little bit around childhood, and that was kind of good. Like it allowed me to learn some lessons and build that resilience. Yeah, resilience of who I am today. Um, throughout the journey, had friends who died from drug overdoses, suicides, and that brought me to a point in my own life where I became severely anxious to a, such a severe point that like, I couldn't even leave my house. I became depressed, became an alcoholic, I had a drug issue, and um, they, those were like really, they were great because they allowed me to actually push past. I was going to say in retrospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, I, if those things never happened to me, I wouldn't be yep. today. Like, Makes yeah, you who you are today. Yeah, 100%, and I'm always grateful. So those were the starting pillars. The next things that allowed me to kind of go on the journey was the realization of implementing those three things into my life. Yeah. Training, started to train for APT, uh, started to do new experiences because I wanted to just get myself out and explore and be more and then just be a better person in general. From there, I moved to London. And then I realized I didn't want to move back to Orange because I was like, oh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> There's a big one. world out there. Yeah. There's so much more to see and do. And that's yeah. where the perception and the, the soul principle comes from too it's that you know we've got a, an opportunity in life to like put ourselves in these uncomfortable situations that allow us to shift our perspective and if we don't we, we don't thrive we die so yeah that's why i found that important and then yeah it just kind of came to that point where i was just like what am i doing if i was to create like a life that i, I really want to live what would that look like it's kind of like well I really enjoy mindset, I really enjoy travel, I really enjoy health and wellness, so why not create something called travel? And it just kind of popped in my head and I was like, all right, cool, that'll do, yeah. that makes sense. How old are you at this point? 24. Yeah, okay. 24. So you combined all those three things into a business and yeah. it shines through with your passion, you can see, yeah, and it, it comes natural to you. Yeah, oh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> do you think doing a business where you have so much natural purpose and passion for it makes your business thrive. I don't think it's all natural. I think I think it's all cultivated. Like I think everything that I've done to this point, I've learned how to do. Yeah. Um, a lot of people do say like something I get a lot is like, oh well, you know, that's just who you are. And it's like, yeah, okay. No, no you've no. had to learn and I've, do a lot of work. Yeah, I'm, like I was a very socially awkward kid. Yeah. Um, when I was severely anxious, I. I maybe get out of bed I couldn't talk to people yeah. I just didn't know how to communicate so like the development of myself throughout the years reading books and putting myself in uncomfortable situations I think has allowed me to evolve into the person I am today it's not to say that I am this evolution of, of Chris and he's this guy I, I, I'm just a normal dude who just like wants to do good things I think that's what allows me to enjoy the, the process of what I do and it's by far no, no means easy. Like, no. like as, as you guys both know, you both run a business, you know that 
you have to show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and people think it's a quick, sometimes it's an easy road and that some people you just see the highlights real and that some people are doing it so easy and it's just smooth, but it's not often. Can you tell us a challenge that you've faced throughout the journey? And how you sort of overcome it or overcome them? Yeah, I think I'll tell you the biggest challenge I ever had because that all kind of correlates into like why I think the way I think now. Yeah. Um, this is one of the reasons I created the retreat side of the business. So like in 2018, um, Actually, I've lied. I need to rectify this. I was, 20, <laughs> I was 23 when I okay. did the trail. You, you can have yeah. a year. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> Specifics. Um, but, yeah, it was 2018 where I had, like, one of my biggest challenges, and that was when I had, like, a mini stroke. I was working in my PT business, I don't know, just doing hours on hours, having three, three and a half hours sleep. Um, my day would start at around 3.30. 3, 3.30, I'd get up, depending on what time my first client was didn't have a car um, so I just walked to work every morning and then I'd finish work about 8, 8.30 at mm-hmm. night come back walk back home get home about 9.30.10 and then spend an hour reading and then have something to eat and then do it again and I did that for consistently about three months maybe probably longer and then throughout that process I had like a mini show because I just put too much pressure on myself mentally and physically and after that, I sort of like, I, like I lost feeling half my body in the gym. Shit. Um, ambulance came to get me. I couldn't pick myself up. I was in the ambulance, and I kind of said, "Fuck, well, this is it. Hey, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to die." And I literally thought I was going to die because I didn't know what it was. Um, but it was like the one thing I said to myself, I was like, "Was it worth it?" And the answer was no. Yeah. And then from that realization, allowed me to then look within myself and start doing more than mindfulness practices. And Know, starting to look at more holistic side, yeah, and that was very good because it allowed me to, you know, shift my, my my narrative. I guess. Did you leave London at that point? Did you look and go, "This is not the place that I need to be in," or was it more about you, kind of approaching your business differently, or both? Well, the, when I was doing the PT thing, that was on the Sunshine Coast here, oh. but but I do think I do think London <laughs> correlates to that that work drive for yeah, sure okay. because like. When I was in London, I was working like multiple jobs. Yeah, fast-paced life. Yeah, I was doing everything. So when you left London, did you come straight back to the Sunshine Coast? Yeah, came to rather than going home home to Orange. Yeah, Yeah, okay. What made you choose the Sunshine Coast? Um, I was with my ex-partner. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) So like, I I met a partner over in London, and it was kind of like, well, do we move to Melbourne? Do we do we come back to to, come to Melbourne because city life? Yeah. Very similar to London, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it had that hustle and bustle about it, which yeah. I, I I enjoy personally. Yeah, but yeah, when I first came to Sunshine Coast, I hated it. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a hundred percent there with you. It's a big adjustment if you're coming 100%. from travel or busy. Um, yeah, and I was the same. I came from London, went to Melbourne, and then the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, and I will put it out there: Sunshine Coast, absolutely love it now. I would That's not be anywhere else. For the first six months, I struggled, um, but I think it was the it's the early rising that really got me because I'm such a Aaron such loves a, sleep. Loves sleep. I like a lion. You're true. Um, yeah, and and Melbourne allows you that time. You can go out at any time. You can get yourself dinner at two in the morning if you want in certain spots in Melbourne. 
um, and on the Sunshine Coast, our first our first weekend here, we went out for dinner. I think it was about eight o'clock in the evening in Malula Bar, which is quite touristy, yeah. and we could not get served. Yeah. And I was like, "Where? We can't be out where after eight p.m. Are we? Where have we moved to?" But it took me a while. But I guess it's also finding your people as an adult when you move to a new area. Like it is a challenge, and I, I'm the same as you. I love the like the uncomfortableness that you get with new challenges and it makes you it can be awkward and it can be not fun every single day but yeah that's what restricts people though like yeah but it can be really scary oh of course but life's scary you just show up right yeah and i think that's what a lot of people struggle with on the sunshine coast and this is just a personal personal opinion people are too clicky and they're too stuck in um big rooms and people need to venture out more Mm -hmm. because it can often be the way too if you grew up here and yeah. you have your comfortable group yeah. and you yeah. haven't left, yeah. Um, that, yeah, you do tend to stick to what you know, stick yeah. to your comfortable. And, and it's all well and good to, you know, have your group, have your close friends, that's fine. But having or learning to cultivate the ability to get in uncomfortable situations and talk to strangers, like, yeah. it's just so important. Especially if you're in business, because if you can't do that, and then you're going to struggle to actually create opportunities for yourself too. Yeah, and on that, have you found? How have you found being a business owner on the Sunshine Coast? Have you found the community aspect, or what advice would you give yeah. other business owners here who are finding it difficult to get out out of their comfort zone and meet people? What um, avenues or what ways can they do that on the coast? Have I found it difficult? Um, yes, absolutely. I definitely found it difficult. I still find it difficult. Um, only because I'm a particular type of person, mm-hmm. dare I say it, a golden retriever. <laughs> and I trust too many people. And you can't trust everyone, unfortunately, because not everyone has the same intentions as you. So I've learned lessons in that aspect of things, um, doing more for people than I should have. Which is fine. That's part of the journey because you don't want to put yourself off to, to people or, or things. Um, so one piece of advice that I think I would give would be just be yourself and just enjoy the ability that you get to chat to another human and you know, try and do the best that you can for someone else. Because you, one, like you don't do that just because you think an opportunity might come, but you do it because like it's the right thing to do. But two, opportunities usually come out of those things too. Yeah, when you're authentic and you're just out there to make connections, often a natural opportunity will come your way. Say something inappropriate, who cares? <laughs> Someone gets offended, that's their own projection. And things like groups like the Sunshine Coast Young Chamber, obviously we've met through there and different involving yourself. I know you're heavily involved in charity as well, like wish lists, doing things like that. You meet people, it's a great way to... And, and that's how you want to try. Community, yeah. yeah. Because the Sunshine Coast does have a good community yeah. spirit. It's just has, finding it, finding your people. It has a really nice supportive community, I think. Yeah. If you have an idea or if you have a business or you're launching something new, there tends to be quite a nice big like applaud for you. Yeah. yeah, and the people are really interested because it is a smaller community. It's not like being in London or Melbourne or Sydney. And Every man for their own. Yeah, it's not like that. So if there's something good going on then you sort of want to be involved and you want to be there which is sort of the basis of podcast because we we know there's so many cool people doing cool shit on the sunshine coast 
and we just want to talk to them, pick their brain, spread the word and support each other and give each other that backing. Yeah, and also, I like saying, it's a little bit of digital networking for people. If, you're, if, you're, if you are an introvert, if you're not the type of person that wants to walk into a room and doesn't know anybody, that's absolutely fine, I think. Like, not everyone, Jess and I love a conversation. I'm happy to talk to people, <laughs> as you might have guessed. But um, if you hear something in one of our episodes and you think that person's doing something great, just reach out to them because you can do it online, you can do it quietly, you don't have to be... I don't know you don't have to be in person if, if that makes you feel awkward yeah um i encourage it because i agree with chris there's things that can come from it there's opportunities you, you just don't know what's out there i i'm more of a one-on-one person it's usually easier to be a one-on-one person because you can have that a safer environment to have those conversations yes too. absolutely yeah uh, back onto travel fit global <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us what's What's on the horizon? What's um, what's the future? What have you got in the works? There's a few things. Um, I can't really talk about some of the things, but That's like, okay. um, as the things I can tell you about is obviously like the apps that have been like this community app I've been building is like pretty much here. It's not perfect, but I'm just throwing it out there and still doing it regardless. Right. Um, great example. Just do it regardless. Just do it. Yeah. Um, along the way. Yeah. So the the apps the big thing at the moment so like that'll be probably like fully ready by like December so I'll just push that out there um, the big things that I am starting to do is like health and wellness challenges so I kind of had this realization like a few weeks ago it's just like the biggest issue is like because I mainly do like retreats um, and I don't do coaching I was like I only really help people on one spectrum and it's like yeah I've got like other things I do as well but like I wanted I was like, well, what's what's something else I can do to add more value and add a lot of entry level? So, like, the challenges is something we're going to start doing. We're going to do things like a digital detox and dopamine reset. Right. Um, a health and wellness, like, reset so that you can, like, shift your nervous system. You can reconfigure, like, your, your cognitive distortions that you might be creating in life. So that's, like, mental roadblocks and such. And then just continuing to, like, push, like, the corporate world work that I'm doing. Yeah, with the corporate, I know you do do a lot of corporate. Um, you're sort of, when you're in the corporate workspace, you're breaking that stigma mm. on wellness because there is a bit of a stigma on the wellness. So, much. <laughs> <laughs> so talk us through that. What is that like when you're stepping into the corporate environment and you're trying to break that stigma? I just try and have fun, hey. Like, yeah. I think that's just what it's about. Like, yeah. the, the biggest thing is, like, there's a, a big thing that, you know, Mindfulness is woo-woo, and it's like, yeah, like I get it, but it's actually quite scientific. Um, so the way that I kind of like go into a workplace is, I one try and understand business as much as I can, and the people that are in the business, like what's their personality type, um, what do they value, what's the, the result that they're looking for, so that I can then obviously like personalize how I deliver to them. But the biggest thing that I notice really is just like educating people and understanding like. A great example is breathing. It's like, well, breathing. All right, well, it's just mindfulness or it's just like calm yourself down. It's like, yeah, it's that. But it's also like shifting your brainwave states from a a fast beta gamma down to a theta delta alpha. And then what that does as well is that shifts your nervous system from your fight and flight into your uh, parasympathetic state to rest and digest. That regulates your vagus nerve. Your vagus nerve allows you to then have a higher stress tolerance. That allows you to uh, regulate your emotional um, reaction. So instead of reacting, responding, you become a better partner, a better business owner, and a better person in life because you 
no longer that crazy person swearing at kids <laughs> for riding their bike in the street. <laughs> so that's how I kind of break it down. Show them Once people know that information, yeah. they can understand it better. It's not just like, let's sit on the ground and hum yeah. and breathe. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's a, that's a vibe to me, but I'm not going to make people do that either. Um, and I, I know, I just think, like, I speak in analogy, analogies all the time, and I think that helps because it's like, makes people get out of their unconscious auto autopilot response that they're in every day and into that conscious mind more so that they can actually perceive the information that I'm throwing at them. Yeah. Cool. So talking of the Sunshine Coast community, yeah. do you have any recommendations for other local small businesses, whether it's related to you or not, just yeah. something that you love that you can give them a shout out? Um, there's one business that I thoroughly love mm -hmm. and I use their products all the time. It's the Milkman Grooming Co. Why I like them is because they actually use all natural products. It's not tested on animals and they've got a range. It's, it's more so just for men, but I found it really hard with like body washes, like, you know, big sort of cavities our skin mm -hmm. and the most, the, the absorption rate that we have underneath our armpits, especially for men, um, is like, that's a, a quick spot that you absorb things. So all the, the body washes and stuff like that, they've got phthalates and parabenes and all these other things which actually horrendous for your health. Mm -hmm. This is the only company that I've found yet that doesn't have all these rubbish things. Cool. Are you wearing it now? Because you smell really good. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. So he does, um, yeah, he's got like roll-on deodorant. It's like personal care for men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. I, I know it's like most a huge difference in my, my health yeah. just by using it. So, yeah. It's cool. a good one. Yeah. Love a good uh, sunshine clothes business place. Yeah. We do. Great. You guys yeah. should chat to him. He's really nice. We've, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put it on the list. Yeah. <laughs> and then other recommendations. Do you have any resources like books, films, or anything like that that you've read or seen or heard mm. that you might yeah. like to share that might help people? Um, I love books so much. <laughs> and there's so many that I've, I've, I've kind of like read that have impacted my life for the better. Mm -hmm. I think there's there's two books that uh, uh, three books actually. You can so, have three. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so the first one was the first book I ever read called The Alchemist. Yeah, oh, it's my absolute favorite yeah. book. Great book. Favorite book because it's not too intense. It's a great entry level to reading books, but it also makes you realize that the world is always happening for you and not to you. Um, the second one would be Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza, mm -hmm. and that connects science and spirituality together and actually shows you that it's all the science and that is essentially really breaking down a lot of the the rubbish of I guess how we say like the lies that we tell ourselves in, in our worlds and allows us to take responsibility of ourselves and who we want to be. Okay. And the last one is um, how to win friends and influence people yep. which is really great for actually wow, like unreal. You gotta read it. I literally gave the book to someone last night. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll be next. Yeah I'll, 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 you can borrow it. Um, and it's a really book because that book taught, taught me personally compassion. Um, I came from a very PT world of like, just get over it and just do it. Um, so it allowed me to understand that not everyone's like me and that I need to be a better communicator and be more compassionate in the way that I um, interact with people. Cool. Uh, so there's something we always like to finish on and that is a piece of advice for and aspiring to be or current business owner on the Sunshine Coast, what would your favourite bit of advice be to them? Um, I know it changes all the time, but I think 
just like it's, it's a hard one because like there's so many different bits but I think the thing that always comes to mind for me is like and I've said this a few times it's like in times of like running a business you're going to be very misunderstood mm-hmm. people are not going to understand why you're doing something or you know what your mission is or whatever it may be and that's okay and like you're not going to be able to change that in them but what you need to do is you need to be able to have the full ability within yourself knowing why you're doing it and how you're going to get there and you need to trust yourself that you're going to get there and don't change your character or who you are in the process that's probably what i'd say wow that's that's a great piece of advice thank you very much (laughs) thank you so much chris that was a really good conversation i think we might have gone slightly over time but that's okay keeping these short and sharp um no there was so much information in there and so much advice and you're very inspirational and yeah thank you for your time thank you so much really really appreciate it more than you know privilege we loved that chat with chris and we hope you did too if you want to find out more about his business head to travelfitglobal.com or find him on socials at travelfitglobal He is an incredibly approachable person, so if you want to reach out to him directly, I encourage you to do so. You can also find out all about his retreats and corporate workshops on his website. Thank you so much, Chris, for being our very first guest on podcast. And thank you also for the recommendation of Bandy's Cafe in Budrum, where we broadcast from. They were incredibly hospitable and we thank them for hosting us. As we have previously mentioned, we are broadcasting from a cafe. We're not in a studio, so there was background noise in that recording, and we hope that it didn't impact your overall listening enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at The Podcast. Otherwise, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another wonderful guest. <laughs>